I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Oh, 
And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my beloved better half. V. Lynn, good evening, Patriots. And we come to you tonight uh, just having finished wrapping up with Clay Clark. Uh, wow, that was, uh, he does have a lot of energy. And he thought he could speak faster than I could, but I got him by at least a mile, easy. If not a mile, I got him by at least 20 yards. I don't know. Although I do often have to tell you to slow down, but um, if I get excited, I can go. I can go and go and go and go and go. Honestly, we could have gone another hour with Clay, but we had to cut it short because he had to go. He had to go, and we had some real issues technically. Um, We are tonight, as you can see. uh, Who was the gentleman that was uh, commenting about Red State? This one's for you. Hey, yeah, hey, bud. You see the monitor? There you go, bud. You wanted it. You got it. Now you get to deal with it. <laughs> I hope this fucking makes you happy. But we also have, uh, because we did get the monitor, I had to get a bigger soundboard. And I know you can't see it, but it's over here behind the TV. There is uh, an eight-channel soundboard now that we have, and it has done nothing but cause me great amounts of ajna. Well, probably because you only read <clears throat> one page of the user That's manual. Not a, that is not true at all. <laughs> I completely read more than that. But either way, uh, we got a pretty big show. Uh, we got a lot of topics to cover. Um, a lot of stories came out last week. And Velen will finally get a chance to play all her clips so you all can see them yep. and happiness and disorder. And I have a lot of them. And we, we had a lot of arguments about what was going to be on that screen, but we finally came to an agreement. I think, um, I think we understand each other now where we're coming from. And she actually picked the song for the start I did. of the Clay Clark bit. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, she actually picked two songs. This she's, one too. She's got two going on this week. Yeah. So she's got two W's in her corner, but I'm going to trounce her with my 12 W's that I've got for the last week because I've got 12 W's and you've only got two. But anyway. Uh, I, I have more than that, but I don't like being right as much as you do. I hate to say it because my predictions are pretty dire. So when I'm right, we're kind of fucked. Well, there's a lot of people dying. But either way. There is that. Um, we start tonight with, again, Afghanistan, because how can we not, how can we ignore the most important subject of everything that is going on right now? Do you think that's the most important subject? Oh, by far. I, I okay. Right now. Well, I know that's your wheelhouse. And, and well, no, 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 no. COVID right now. Is my no, 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 no. So. No, right now. What's going on transpiring through the news, what's transpiring through everything else right now, the big one is Afghanistan. Because I'm sorry, this is what's going to get Joe A, impeached. B, um, it's going to give the Democrats a setup for uh, 25th, 25th Amendment. And C, this is what's going to give their argument to 2022 to lock us down prior to 2022. And I've got some bigger info that I'm going to dump on you all because my sources have gotten with me and uh, uh, bombshells are, we're going to set some bombs off. And I was contemplating whether I did it with Clay or not. But I kind of got the feeling with Clay, it was not the place to do it. So but I, I will say you kind of blew Clay's mind at the very end of that podcast. And I'm going to ask you some questions about that, too, because I was like, I don't know about that. So, OK, we'll, we'll get to that at the end. All right. But anyway, so first bit, 
let's just start with what's really going on out there. Okay. The U S has no plans to rescue any Americans. I believe now even Joe has come and said it. They've been setting it up all week. They've actually been working the media the way the CIA would work a source, the way I would work a source, the way I would get you to say what I want you to say, when I want you to say it, how I want you to say it, so on and so forth. They have finally fucking come out and pretty much laid it out like, look, we're not here to save the Americans. You went there. Look at how they how they blamed it, Okay. The blame game first went with Jen Psaki, and she said, well, there's a lot of people that have gone over there. They didn't register with the State Department. The State Department came out this past weekend, too, and said the same thing. They said, well, you're supposed to register with us when you show up, and then if you're still in the country, you're supposed to stay there, but when you check out of the country, you got to check out with us, and people haven't been checking out with us. So they're getting ready to set this up to blame this on Americans that are in Afghanistan right now. And as they're, as far as they're concerned, they're not aware they're there. So this is all coming down to, look, we've done what we can. And we're going to find out a bunch of whistleblowers, a bunch of Americans are going to come out and say, hey, look, no, 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 no. I sent you 25 emails, 25 emails letting you know where I was in Afghanistan. Okay, and I'm sorry. It's not like you just take a vacation to Afghanistan, I would think that the State Department would know exactly who is going into and out of Afghanistan from America. Uh, you would be surprised because you do have to check in. It's I, I get it. I understand what they're saying. Just because you checked in, you didn't check out, it's on the State Department to ensure that those people are either in country or they're out of country. Yeah. So the State Department has to do that. It's not something that you and I can just walk into a foreign country. Remember, a normal foreign country, we, you are absolutely right. We can walk in. We don't have to go by the State Department at all. When you walk into a hostile foreign country, one of the first things they tell you is that you have to check in at the State Department. Absolutely. Obviously, because if something goes sideways in that country, they got to know where the Americans are at so they can pull them out when it comes time. But I mean, I would think just a little cross-referencing would get them the information they need now mm -hmm. about who left, right? Because it's not like, again, I mean, if they didn't fly out on a military transport, then they flew out on a commercial plane. How many commercial planes are flying in and out of Afghanistan, not including the civil air defense, but at the same time. Oh, 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 oh. what did you just say? I said not including the no, civil no, air no, defense. No, 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 no. So yes, that was initially reported this past week. They, they talked about it actually on Monday. They said that how they enacted the civil air defense yeah because specifically stop the last time the civil air defense was enacted was when uh i thought we learned this Saigon, the other night vietnam 1960 well Whatever. it was 73 72 73 uh cia enacted the civil air defense and it's what we called air america and there's a lot of people that still don't know about air america but all that shit you saw about that Tom Cruise movie where he had all that blow and he crashed a plane in Louisiana. That is all true. That is a true story. That is based off of a 100% true story. When he was eventually killed in Louisiana outside his AA clinic that he was going to because at that point he was so addicted to coke. He was snorting more blow and doing more hookers than I'm actually impressed. Okay. Well, I'm that, actually that's, impressed. That's neither here nor there, though. My my point is the State Department could do just a little bit of cross-referencing uh, because flight manifests, hello, you have to show your passport to get in and out. Well, to, to what country? 
to get back into the United States. So yeah, if, yeah, yeah. if they left, um, what I'm saying is, so if they registered with the State Department when they came in and the State Department has no record of them leaving, if they cross-reference the flight manifest for any commercial airline that left in the last, what, six months, I would think they would have a pretty good idea as to who is still there. Well, they do. But again, this goes back to the point that like, look, all right. I mean, that's just basic common sense. The State Britain, Department has none of that. So obviously they're just going to blame the people I was about to say, that's there. Abe Lincoln. Yeah. But Britain, Holland, and Germany are sending out small teams. I believe they call them um, special, special, special in a way. Yeah. Um, and they're going out and they're rescuing their people, bringing their people back to their embassy or back to the airfield and then getting them out. They actually rescued um, one of our people yesterday or today. I'm actually getting information now that the gates are not open at all around Kabul airport. So we're being lied to supposed to get in. We're being lied to, uh, through the media. Uh, word I got today from my sources is the gates around Kabul, the airfield are completely locked down. You cannot get in. There's one gate you can get in. It's through an old British camp and the Brits still have that on lockdown. They are letting Americans and British people in as long as they're blue passport carrying Americans, they are being allowed in through that gate. However, um, past that point though, there's where the Americans are being told to go by the U S state department. Uh, that gate is not open. It's been locked down, been locked down for a couple days now. So again, the conflicting reports that we're hearing about in the news and what some red state reporters are reporting on, they're accurate. They are reporting that, look, there are Americans in country that have gotten a text message saying, hey, show up at this gate at this time and you'll be allowed in, allowed access to a flight to get out of Afghanistan. However, when they've showed up to that gate, that gate's been locked down. People have not been allowed to get in that gate. They've not been allowed to get out of the country. So these people are now turning in desperation to different areas. Um, some of those areas now have led to beatings. Um, they've been getting their ass kicked by the Taliban. Um, again, why we shut down Bagram, we still can't get an answer to or an uh, uh, an answer worth a shit to. I mean, that has two airstrips where Kabul's only got one. And apparently... Now it's okay that we deal with terrorists. Now it's okay that the United States capitulates with terrorists. We can come up with a reason to... Okay, I'm sorry. The two main premises of United States... And terrorism. Military, security, everything, war, whatever. Two things. Number one, no man left behind. Correct. I, I was never in the military, but I know that. Nope, I... You know what? As many times as you deployed, which I think was 12 while we were married, I was always 100% confident that even if something happened to you in country, you would come home to me. Dead or alive, you were coming home. At least my body was coming You're, home. Exactly. You were coming home. Soul or no soul, immaterial. I, I don't think that the relatives of people who are in Afghanistan today can say the same thing. That would be accurate. What was number two? The number two? We don't negotiate with terrorists. Yet, right now, We're the Biden regime is negotiating. Actually, he's not even negotiating. No, he's, he's just letting them. He is letting them fucking set the standard for what's going to happen in Afghanistan. And what pisses me off more is that he's not even talking. And if he is talking to his generals and his generals are telling him to do this, each one of them need to resign now. Austin, you need to fucking go. Millie, get your ass the fuck out of there. Biden, you better step down. 
and that's not a threat. You just better step down because you have absolutely no standing anymore in this country. People have watched you fuck this up like a football bat. I mean, you couldn't fuck up walking into the White House any worse. Well, maybe you could because I think we actually have a video of that. I I do, actually. This is quite hysterical. So if you guys remember when Biden got lost the other day, well, someone put audio to the video. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that is that is the respect that is shown for the president of the United States, not just here in our country, but around the world. I mean, around every, the world. yeah, everybody's doing it. They are just laughing at us. They're, so what else, what else can you say except they're laughing at us? Here you go. Here's what uh, your your boy that you just. That is a complete and bold-faced lie. He is full of shit. We most certainly do. We have the ability. We have the troops. There are groups that I've been a part of. There's units that I've been a part of that 100% are asking, not only asking, they're begging to go in there right now. And I know from people on the ground, they have been begging to go in since this started. And it gets worse because Millie and Austin both said just the other day in their interview, Austin Millie said about 5,000 people have been evacuated since the start of the airport evacuation operations on Sunday. Millie said that the evacuation operations are currently averaging about 20 evacuation sorties every 24 hours. That is way too low for the numbers they still have in country. Um, and the last number we all heard was just over 10,000 American civilians that are still in country. And 36,000 Afghans. 20 evacuations every 24. That means one every uh is it just 20 hours one person or are they saying 20 evacuation like there's a plane leaving every hour no 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 four? helicopters i guarantee what they're referring to is helicopters a sortie is never referred to as a plane so they're they're scooping up a couple people and yes, flying them to and flying them back to kabul ramstein or no they're flying them back to kabul to get on a plane that's going to go back to ramstein or go to another country my point is this okay kandahar which is all the way in the southern part of Afghanistan. Kabul, which is all the way in the northern part of Afghanistan. The flight time alone is over three hours in a helicopter. All right. How people are going, how are they getting the people from Kandahar out? That is my question. Kandahar was one of the first uh, areas retaken by the Taliban initially within the first day of the Taliban quote unquote siege. Um, 
And oh, by the way, Marines, I got a question for you all. When are you guys going to get pissed off? Because all my former Marines that listen to me, and I know there's a bunch of you, and I know I rag on you guys. I know I give you a bunch of shit. I'm sure that you yell at your radio and you give me a bunch of shit too. And I don't blame you. I would do the same thing. If it w- if I was listening to Marine, I swear to God, I would call him a knuckle dragger. I'd tell him that he, cr- he eats crayons for breakfast. I would do all of that. But my question, Marines, um, when are you guys going to get pissed off? Because, you know, the Taliban, they just went out and recreated one of the most iconic Marine photos that have, that has ever existed in the United States ever. Okay. That would be the one, the flag raising at Iwo Jima. Granted, you guys did it a couple, two, three times. I don't give a shit about that. I'm not talking about the specifics. What I'm talking about is there are Americans that I know that died in Iwo Jima. There are family friends that I know that have died at Iwo Jima. And I'm watching the Taliban essentially poke fun at you. Well, they were mocking Biden too. There's pictures of Taliban eating ice cream cones. Where is the Marine? Why? Marine, you guys should be. I, I, if I was a Marine right now, I would be absolutely livid. I'd be fucking sideways. I would be pounding on the White House door asking Biden, what exactly in the fuck are you doing right now? Because you are literally, literally sitting there playing with yourself in the corner, not paying attention to what's really going on the ground. And literally, I, I don't know what else to say about that. I, I'm, I, back, I'm back to that picture. It gets worse. So then... We get told that, oh, by the way, in July, there was a memo. It was a cable. There was a State Department cable that warned of the fall of Kabul. And <clears throat> this came out on uh, August 19th, and it was reported via uh, uh, the Wall Street Journal. So you all are aware. Um, this cable, uh, I'm not sure if anybody's read it, but it is very precise on what was about to take place. <clears throat> And I'm going to, I have a couple parts highlighted here. I'm trying to get there. Okay. So the State Department spokesman, Ned Price, declined to answer anything about the cable, but told the Wall Street Journal that Mr. Blinken reads every dissident and every review and reviews every reply. He made it clear that he welcomes and encourages the use of dissident channels and committed to its revitalization. Okay. Dissident channels. In the State Department, a dissident channel is an opposing point of view as to something that the current administration believes is going to happen. A dissident channel is something that is open to anybody that can actually access the channel, which is pretty much military in the region, uh, CIA in the region, and State Department in the region. So within the region, if you're in the region, you're stationed in the region, you have the ability to report on this, meaning you have a source, you have somebody that's telling you something different. This is a way that the Secretary of State can read all of that in one fell swoop and make a more informed, intelligent decision on something he's going to brief the president on. So this dissident channel that he's referring to, and he's basically blowing off in this article, he states that he's read every one of them. He's reviewed them and he's replied to all of them. Okay. And uh, what they don't tell you is what he replied to. So the dissident ones, I can guarantee you, judging by the way he answered that, just reading it and just using my overall knowledge of the situation and the way that he reinforced the fact that he replies and he reads all of them, tells me that he replied to absolutely none of them. He didn't say anything. 
I've been used to getting dissident reviews before, especially from the State Department. The State Department hated reviewing my shit because my shit was very, normally very controversial because I would say something that completely went against the narrative of what was going on. And uh, of course, you were in it during Obama's time too. So 87% of what I was reporting was right, or turned out to be right. I became a fact checker more than anything else because what they would find out is what I said was right. I, for instance, one of the things I reported on was the uh, ISIS. When ISIS first evolved in Afghanistan was one of my first reports when I said, hey, I'm hearing about this ISIS, these, these ISIS fuckers showing up in Afghanistan. And I wrote a dissident review on it, basically saying that this goes against the narrative of what the White House was pushing and everybody else was pushing. And they were saying, oh, ISIS is in Afghanistan. I was, I beg to differ. I actually have evidence of ISIS in Afghanistan. How dare you? How do you know that? I was like, well, here's a flag. I actually still have that flag today. Maybe one of these days I'll hang it up on the wall. But um, let's not. One of these things, something that came out of this uh, thing, uh, one of the dissident cables was that on July 14th, a cable was sent from the White House and announced that Operation Allies and Refugees support and relocation of interested, eligible Afghan nationals and their immediate families who supported the U.S. government were granted special immigrant visas would be evacuations. However, the evacuations did not kick until into high gear. This was back on July 14th was the initial cable about this, that they would start pulling these people out on July 14th. However, they really didn't start until last week. Really, Joe? What? Really, Joe? You told all these people on July 14th that they would be evacuated out of Afghanistan. And then you decided, oh, well, shit. I'll go ahead and start it next week. He, he obviously forgot. Huh? Oh, is that, is that what the excuse is now from the administration? I mean, I, I would guess. What, did, what do you think Wraparound Jen said about that? Um, I there's no stranded, stranded Afghanis. I've got that too. Hold on. Uh, there's no stranded Afghanis right now. Uh, that's not what I'm reading here there, Jen. Jen, we've got some stranded Afghanis that have been sitting there in Afghanistan and they're stranded. They're very stranded. I'm not really sure what you're referring to, but Jen, you know, Jen's on it. She's she's going to wrap around. She's going to wrap back around to that one. And then she's going to get angry at Republican reporters for asking the question to begin with. And then he, then she's going to say, why would you even bring that up? Here you go. I'm just calling you out for saying that we are stranding Americans. I said when I'm very clear that we are not leaving Americans. Again, folks, listen to what she just said. We are waiting to bring back Americans who want to come back home. Listen to how she says that. Here, I'll do it again. They are not. We are committed to bringing Americans who want to come home. We are in touch with them via phone, via text, via email, via any way that we can possibly reach Americans. I'm just calling you out for saying that we are stranding Americans in Afghanistan when I said when we have been very clear that we are not leaving Americans. Uh, Jen, you are a liar. No, no, no. What's important for the American public to hear and understand is that you, ma'am, are a liar. You are lying. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just drop this one because you, you liar. This, this fascism can't go on any further. 
I, I got another one here. So the, uh, <laughs> the Pentagon press secretary doesn't know how many Americans are trapped in Afghanistan, and he got called out on that. They're, they're not getting that many out. I mean, even the ones that are being evacuated, only a small percentage of them are actually Americans. Most of them are, are Afghani nationals who've been helping us, which I'm fine with, but America first. Well, so I'm well kinda not hold fine on, with. hold on. I, I think you need to rephrase that question because I think you need to listen to what he was saying. He said it, it's very fluid. And um, basically what he is saying, if you look at just his whole body posture, if you rewind back just a little bit where they show more of his body when they got Millie on or not Millie, but yeah, I think it is Millie. If you look the way he's standing right there, that's not Millie, but okay. That's not general Millie right there. No. Okay. Well, if you look at the way he's standing right there, he's got the very guarded position. He's got very closed off. Um, right there. He is lying. If you folks don't know what lying looks like, he is lying right there. He is 100% lying. He has got, Every amount, there's no blood to his face. Everything's white. Um, you can even hear it when he speaks. He's uh, got the cotton mouth going. He's like, if you give him crackers right now, like this is what we used to do to people. Like when we knew you were lying, we'd literally give you crackers because there's nothing worse than trying to chew on a saltine when you have no saliva in your mouth whatsoever. It makes your mouth all sorts of dry and shit. Then we just know for a fact that you're lying. Okay. But, so what do you think he's lying about? The fact that they don't know how many Americans no, they, are still No, they have no idea. Yeah. They have absolutely no idea. They haven't even reached out to figure out. They don't even know. They don't care. No. Literally, you... Talked care. about this story. You broke it as breaking news last week. Yep. You didn't really even say anything all that much about it. You just broke it as breaking news. But Joe Biden, State Department, holded a Trump-era crisis response plan aimed at avoiding a ben Benghazi-style evacuations just months prior to the Taliban takeover. Now, this has gotten pushed under the rug, folks. This is all part of this. This fits into the narrative. This fits into everything that they've been doing. Dropping Trump's policies, getting rid of Trump's policies. This guy right here, wait a minute, you took him off the screen. Why did you do that? That was a perfect example of it. And I, I want to bring this up. This should be at the forefront right now. Bring that guy back up. Bring that retard back up. The the Pentagon spokesperson. Uh, I think it's Admiral, what's his nuts? Uh, I'll have to get him Kelly. Uh, anyway, the Crisis Response Bureau, which was meant to handle this type of situation, to get civilians from the State Department out of harm's way. Uh, I can tell you that there were a couple, two, three special forces teams. I think there were two Ranger companies involved, and I believe there was a Delta team involved, all meant at extracting civilians. These people, the guy you see on your screen right now, this douche right here, he was behind eliminating that. That guy was behind eliminating that policy. So when we start looking to point fingers, when we start seeing American heads turning up on videos on YouTube, because YouTube's not going to shut down the Taliban channel. We will. Facebook's not going to shut down the Taliban channel. You know, uh, shit, if, if you think Twitter's going to shut down the Taliban channel, I've got oceanfront property for you in, F in Arizona. Okay, literally, the Taliban has been on Twitter all week trolling Biden and the U.S. in general, and... Oh yeah, condoning no, no, no. violence. And they're what are they? Who are they? Who are they hoisting up? They're hoisting China up. Oh, Look, yeah. oh, China! Thank you so much for all your help. 
Look, folks, if you believe that this is going to end poorly, it is. You are absolutely right. This is going to end horribly. The reason I say that is because the second that the Taliban realize that they're not going to get any money, any money from the American government or any government for that matter, they that, already got money from the American government. I, all right. Would you slow your roll, please? When they realize once the money they've already got goes away, they don't have any more money to spend. And they realize that they're not going to get any more money from the world. Heads are lit, not even literally, physically going to start to roll because they are going to start killing people at a mass level. And they're going to televise every bit of it because that is the way they conduct business. Their thought of human life is way less than ours. They kill you, they could care less. They could absolutely fucking care less. All right. That's what this is all about. This that's what it's always been about. And Biden is counting on that. Don't get me wrong. Biden is counting on the fact that we are so wary of war. As Americans, we are a war-weary people. And we will lose we're he's hoping to God that every single one of you people loses interest in this and says, I, I just don't want to deal with it. I'd just be better if the whole thing goes away. That is what he is counting on. The worst part about it is his administration is letting him walk down that road. They are physically letting this guy. Uh, I, I always use the term, take a long walk off a short pier. They are literally letting Biden do that. He is going to take a long walk off a short pier. Whether he drowns or not, they could give a shit less. This is not about anything more than getting rid of Biden. If you have not seen that this week, then again, I know this guy, his name's Bubba. He's got a ball peen hammer. He'll be around later. I promise I'll send him to your location if you need it. Well, okay. So this, this highlights that very specifically, right? So this is uh, one of his staff. On MSNBC. Uh, will President Biden, after his remarks today, take questions? He's given a couple of speeches. He did the interview with ABC News, but the White House press corps and the American people have a lot of direct questions for him. Will he take those today? The president never shies away from taking questions. I'll let him make Bullshit. He's going to take questions this afternoon, but Bullshit. he just did a full uh, sit-down interview on this just, uh, just yesterday. So he is always willing to take questions, uh, and I'll let him decide if he's going to do that after his remarks today. Willing to take questions, my ass. So, uh, on those specific remarks, please, that please day, show me how willing he is because I think I remember this one. And uh, yeah, so he he did take a couple ahead, of questions here. Knock on wood. Where, where are you at? No circumstances. Bullshit. Wait, I, I thought, thought the question was... Was that a pre-planned question? It was a pre-planned question. And he changed the question. 
the reporter changed the question because mm. he was following up on a previous question. What a ballsy bastard. And and right after that, Joe walked away. He was uh, like, well, nope. Do you have it? No, that was it. It he he just he's no nope, press conference is over and out the door he went. I, I was hoping you Unfortunately had his I didn't. I wish you had his bag. I know. Anyway, folks. That's what we see the most of with him. And the, the press conference before that, the one that he got called out on for not taking questions, uh, it was really interesting because someone took a quick sneak peek of his teleprompter. And, you know, well, let me back up. Because I watched this conference that he did where he took the, qu the questions. And all of the reporters were reading questions off of their phones. But all of their phones looked exactly the same. And... They had brown cases on them. Normally, phones have black cases on them. Like if I saw a bunch of reporters with phones with black cases on them, I would understand. But it looks more like your phone than like my phone. Yeah, like it had a brown case on it. That is kind of unusual. So uh, it made me think that they were given phones with the questions written in the notes for them to read off of them. But the one before that, the press conference before that, this uh, reporter obviously snuck a picture of the teleprompter, probably wasn't supposed to have his phone in there, probably why all the phones got taken away after that. And at the bottom of the teleprompter, after his very last sentence, it said, leave now. Walk away, Joe. Walk away, Joe. No question. So he squinted. If you guys didn't understand why Joe squints all the time, it's because he's, he's trying to read that damn teleprompter. He's trying to read the teleprompter. Honestly, it would, do, it would do a lot better if he would just flip it around and let us read it. No it, shit. It would make a lot more sense. We would understand it better. So literally, they are arguing right now of the uh, managing of the evacuation mission. They have been. And one of the bigger parts of it is the, that the uh, attack or the fall of Afghanistan happened faster than they expected, which <laughs> we're all pretty sure that that's all bullshit. Actually, I know for a fact that is bullshit because I've written about this before. I've told them about this before. I said, uh, if, if these the Afghan troops do not have U.S. backing, the country will fall literally overnight. Done. And literally, that is exactly what happened. Again, another W for me because um, I've written extensively about the lack of training, the lack of cooperation, the lack of support from the Afghan government, the lack of any type of I mean, literally, folks, people I was training over there were straight up fucking criminals. The reason that they came to the Afghan National Army is because in their villages, they were considered criminals. They were considered the dregs. They were considered the turds. All right. Those are the people that we were stuck training. Those people could not pass a drug test if they even tried. It was over. Afghanistan was doomed from the start. There is no sense of national pride, no sense of national unity, no sense of any of that because the tribal thing really fucked Afghanistan. I mean, honestly, they it fucked Afghanistan. Um, and we wanted to come in there and spread democracy like there was going to be a democracy fuck fest going on in the front room. It didn't happen the way we thought it did or would. Uh, the way Bush thought it would, at least. <clears throat> and it's gone completely sideways now and pear-shaped. And now we're sitting here wondering what happened. And the biggest problem that we have is there are no Americans actually asking, hey, those other Americans that are stuck there, how, how are we going to get them back? 
No one is asking that question. When is somebody in that administration? I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, people, we're going to see whistleblowers coming out of the woods because people are going to want to get jobs after the military. People are going to want to get jobs, you know, doing different shit within the U.S. government. People are going to start separating themselves from this administration. This administration is on its way out. If you haven't figured that out yet, again, I got a buddy. His name is Bubba. He'll be by, by later with a ball peen hammer. Okay, so what I'm hearing is that Biden's aides or people that work in the White House, the White House staffers, are afraid to ask any questions of Biden or any of the the senior level. That's a po- that's a possibility. They are, I- they are they say that it's it's like it's like a, a little mini tyrant, right? The White House is literally being run by a three year old with not nuclear launch codes, but you know, um, cause we know he doesn't actually have those. That's why I say not nuclear launch codes. Uh, that I hold your tongue on bite your tongue on that one. You said before that he didn't have them. He has them now. That would be really, that would be even scarier. Okay. Well, let's just hold our let's okay. tactical patience on this one because we're going to anyway. take a pause because I still have not heard from my source that's in the white house that is in the White House normally. Okay, but what I'm she saying She has is, not gotten back to me yet. Um, reports are coming out that aides are terrified to question Biden about anything. Well, the last time, okay, so let's back up just a little bit. We're going to back up one month, okay? Because I believe it was about a month ago I brought up the fact that I found out from my, my new source, she is in the White House normally. And she was the one that told me about the Kamala Harris, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you called her what? Camel toe. Camel toe. And Joe Biden debacle that is currently going on right now in the White House. If, if you don't know about that, go back and listen. Uh, I brought up the fact that it is an ongoing war. The war is no longer cold. Um, it is now nuclear. Uh, they There's no conversation between either office, uh, vice president or president. Um, there is uh, the last I'd heard the separation of fields, as I like to call it, where one staff is pinning the other staff into a corner or the other staff is pinning the other staff. Into, it's just a constant ongoing he said, she said thing. Uh, it's a middle school cat fight. It's worse. It's like an adult argument like you and I have, except there's no resolution at the end of it. It's still just everybody giving everybody the double barrel middle finger and walking away, calling it a day. But the worst part, is that this is going on and there it's obvious now because uh I don't know if you saw in that last video, but Joe and Camel Toe, Camel Toe is standing way over way there. off to I, the side. She's I'm like, not, I'm going to now observe the six foot of distance that we're supposed to keep in between each other. That press conference started like an hour late and rumor has it it's because Camel Toe did not want to be in that well, room at all. The first press conference ever that he did on this uh, she refused to be there, period. Oh, yeah. Shit. You're not blaming that shit on me. Yeah. She's like, nope, don't, don't you even dare drop yep. that shit on me. And this time, the and Blinken was there too yep. for this one, but like they forced her to go yep. in. And I mean, it looks like kicking and screaming. Like she looked like a three year old with a, she with looked a, like she got spanked, like for real. She looked like a three year old with a full diaper. Yes. She looked like a three year old with a full diaper. He's like, yeah, I don't want to be here. That's exactly what Camel Toe looked like. Oh, yeah. But now she's in 
Vietnam? Or oh, yeah. Oh, Asia? Oh, yeah. No, she's in Vietnam. Okay. She's I, in Vietnam calling out China, supposedly, even though she didn't really. She's not calling out China? Even though, well, if you would let me finish. Okay. She didn't, even though she didn't call out China. She said, ah, you've been a bad boy and went to slap their hand. And then she said, well, you're going to have that on those big jobs. Here we, here we go. This one's funny. Vice President of the United States of America. Uh-huh. We're going to have some presidents, female presidents, pretty soon. Probably sooner than you know, Joe, or maybe not. So, um, and, that, and that brings me into my next point. It's something I been chewing on because I, I've been trying to validate, uh, validate, uh, validate, who the hell am I speaking? I don't know. Um, validate some information I heard earlier on something else on another podcast. I was listening to the health ranger report. Um, he does a situation update every day. Now he's on TV. Apparently he's on Patriot TV or no, he's on, um, Brayton TV. Brayton's um, his own channel. He's on Patriot TV. Now. No, he's on, no, he's on Brayton TV. Brayton has a, they okay. have a Brayton yeah. TV channel now. Um, I'm actually put us in for Patriot TV, but we'll get into that in a bit. Um, anyway, long story short, um, he is, he put out some info about how the internet's going to shut down in the next month or so. Um, and I, I guess we can kind of, we kind of beat the shit out of Afghanistan. So I'm going to kind of just jump through the rest of my Afghanistan stories because it's really no point. You understand what's going on in Afghanistan. If you've listened to us at all, um, you understand what's going on in Afghanistan. And I, I don't think I need to go any further well, into it, but, um, he brought up a really good point the other day about the internet shutting down. And one of the things I wanted to bring up about that and something that I, I thought was awful odd. Um, I got a phone call from one of my sources and, uh, I know you all are just like me. We've been waiting for Maricopa County to come out, uh, the report to be released to the public. Um, before you do that, you want to play the clip of Biden at the G talking about the G seven. I mean, I know you said you, you were finished with Afghanistan, but I did have, uh, does it apply? I mean, really, I mean, does it change anything that we've already said? Nothing's changed in 48 hours of Afghanistan. I just told you everything that's going on in Afghanistan. Nothing has changed. So the, we haven't launched any special operations missions from no, what I understand we, into Afghanistan to recover any Americans. And uh, I know people on the ground there and not a single one of them, them has every single one of them has, has gotten back to me when I've texted them. I Therefore, gotcha. I know for a fact that nothing is going on in Afghanistan. right so, now. So two, two points real quick before we finish with Afghanistan. Number one, the August 31st deadline that the Taliban set uh, there was some back and forth today as to whether or not Joe would abide by that um, or tell them as the rest of NATO was asking him to do, basically tell the Taliban, fuck off, because we set the time limit, not you. But no, Jill 
convince Joe to keep that August 31st deadline. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? Not really. No, not at all. And then the other thing was that Biden uh, made a remark. He, he was asked if um, any of the other, any of our allies had spoken with him in, in, you know, in a negative way. And he said, absolutely not. They're behind us 100%. Well, Which I can tell you right now is, is 100% bullshit, bullshit. Because I've already know that uh, Johnson, or uh, what's his name yeah, from England? Yeah, good old Bojo. Yep. Yeah, he came out and Boris went after him and said, hey, why aren't you trying to do the same thing that we're doing for our people? Apparently, Joe didn't pick up the phone for 36 hours yep. while Boris was trying to call him right yep. after we pulled our troops out in the middle of the night. Yep. And then uh, the parliament, the British parliament, actually held him in contempt. Hey, hey, Boris, I, I got a question for you, Boris. I, I know you don't listen to us, no. but just in case you, maybe somebody close to you does, um, I, I got a serious question for you. How much do you want Trump back right now? Because <laughs> Trump would have picked up that phone. Trump would have talked to you. Trump, Trump would not have gone on vacation and taken a nap while the world was burning. Yes, Trump would have been in office doing his job, being a fucking president Maybe and not a shell. Maybe MI6 help with the, steal the election. I, I, uh. Okay, now you can go into election. That was a good segue. I don't think so. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yes. So I had one of my sources reach out to me and I know we're all been anxiously waiting what's going to come out from the Maricopa deal. Uh, it was a very cryptic message, but it was a message. Nonetheless, he said that he had gotten a look at the results before the results are going to be released to America. And I have yet to hear anybody else report it. So we're going to be the first ones reporting this. So I want you to take this and do what you will with it. He's told me that the difference will be 47.1%. Tell me something. What did Joe win the election in Arizona by? couple thousand. Okay. 47.1% of that vote. How much of that vote would that change? Uh, 873,000 votes, right? Votes. Okay. Yeah. So I, uh, I heard that and uh, well, other than my mind being absolutely blown. Um, and then my thoughts turned to America because honestly, America, tell you tell me if I'm wrong about this, please somebody fucking email me and say you are way off base. But I don't think I'm going to get it. Literally means that they scanned all of the ballots in Maricopa County twice. Oh, stop! Would you would you fucking stop? Sure. Because I I know we've reported on. First of all, I know we've reported that on the symposium that Mike Lindell did and the packets of information that he's got, the electronic packets, even though he really doesn't need uh, any of those packets because after listening to the Health Ranger report, and I'm going to tell you, if you don't listen to that guy, he probably should because he does bring up some really good points. And one of the good points that I really heard that I, I, I'm going to echo in our podcast right now for him is there's three different types of stuff you need to have when the end of the world comes. Um, the first one is you got to have your high tech stuff. You got to have your low tech stuff. And then you got to have your no tech stuff. And when he's referring to that, he's talking about, you got to have your guns and your ammo because that's high tech stuff. Your low tech stuff would be stuff like your BB guns, um, the other stuff to kill food with, you know, slingshots, whatever. Crossbow, sword. Your no tech stuff is your bows and arrows. 
it's a repeatable use weapon that you can kill something with. Um, he brings up this guy. Uh, there's a video out there of this guy that does combat archery and he's ridiculous. He can fire like, uh, 1000, it's a, it's 1106 arrows in 114 seconds. The guy is absolutely ridiculous. Um, his hand is a quiver. If you know what a quiver is, you know what I'm talking about. His other, his opposite hand that actually holds the bow is basically a quiver and he can move that fast and shoot arrows that accurately, which is pretty damn good because you're pretty much shooting faster than somebody who can pull a trigger on a rifle. That's not really all that bad, but that took a lot of practice. I'm sure took a lot of training to get there, but that kind of reverberated into the election fraud that he was talking about because apparently he's heard something like that, but he hasn't been able to confirm it. I have not been able to confirm it, but 47.1% is what I'm being told is the number. Um, and I'm trying to get a second source to confirm it. I'm still waiting on that. I haven't heard anything yet. Um, I Again, I haven't heard from my my girl that that's in the White House normally. And I'm waiting for her to get back to me. She could be traveling. I have no idea where she's at. Um, when she gets back to me, I will definitely either confirm or deny what I heard. But 47.1%, that's a lot of votes, folks. That means only 60% of the votes that came out of Maricopa County actually counted. That's a lot of fucking votes considering it's the biggest County in Arizona. We're talking what 1.6 million, I think is the voting or the voting voter average in Maricopa County. That's the number that normally votes in an election. That would be about right. Cause they reported 2.1 million votes this election. So yeah, you take uh 2.1 million and you, you, you do the math on that 47.1%. That's uh what? That leaves you 50 point, 58 point, 4, 58.2, 58.3. What, 47.1? Yeah. It's um, 52.9. 52.9. That's, folks, I, I'm, I'm just saying, if this number stands to hold true, this is uh, uh, really ugly. I think it's going to become blatantly, Amer uh, uh, blatantly obvious to the rest of America that the election was stolen. And if you apply the high-tech, low-tech, and no-tech solution to it, uh, the high-tech obviously being, yeah, they hacked a computer and did some shit with numbers, and they entered an algorithm that was eventually going to overload, which is a possibility. I'm not saying that didn't happen. Um, the low-tech being that they fucked with people's actual ballots. Like, as you put your ballots in the machine, they rescanned them and re-imaged them as something else. And then the no tech would be like they stopped counting at four o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the morning, which they did fucking do in several states, not just Arizona. And they started rerunning ballots through the machine. Well, that's, for a that's, secondary count. No, I'd say the low tech would be stuffing ballot boxes, actually filling out fake ballots and stuffing ballot boxes because that's the the re Whatever. scanning ballots the second time you're you're to cover that. That's no tech. That is no that takes no technology whatsoever. Well, you just it takes the scanner. No, you just have to have. I'm not talking about the fucking scanner. You just have to have somebody in the building on your side doing what you want done, doing your bidding. Like Shay Moss. Bingo. Again, folks, I think it's going to become a. And it's really funny because he won't say it. 
I have said it. I've said it on this program. I don't know, two or three times that uh, quite possibly could be our Boston tea party for this revolution. Cause I think what people are going to wake up to is the fact that masks are bullshit. Vaccines are bullshit. Mandates are bullshit when it comes to any one of those three things. Oh, and by the way, the election was stolen. And when enough of America wakes up to this and they see what we're, see what we're dealing with now to include inflation. If you don't understand what inflation is, it's, it is coming and it is coming. It's going to hurt. We, our dollar isn't going to be worth shit here after a while. This is all playing into a plan that is laid out. And we talked about it earlier with clay. I've talked about it at nauseum, uh, concerning new world order shit. This is all new world order plans. This is all the Rockefeller plan. If you don't know what I'm talking about, please go to freeamerica.com. Look at it's there for free time, time to free America. or time to free It is there for free. You can literally look up the Rockefeller plan, the Rockefeller plan and the new world order plan. Same fucking plan. Look it up, read it. It tells you exactly what is going on, where we're at right now. Clay likes to refer to it as rev- revelations. I, I'm down with that. I've read revelations. I know what revelation says. I'm, I believe, I agree with them. I don't disagree with them. But I also believe that this is a man-made situation, which with the help of God, with the power of all of us as Americans standing up and believing in this country, whether you're a Catholic, whether you're a Christian, whether you're a Jew, it's immaterial. As long as you believe in the red, white, and blue, and you believe that in this country, we were given the chance to be free by God. By God, you're on our side. You're not on their side because you believe in a higher power and you believe in the country. You believe in what this country stands for. You believe in everything that this country is. And what we're seeing right now from masks in school, kids with masks. Um, Hold on. Before you, you go on your roll there, because <coughs> you said something really interesting. And I've spent the last week kind of studying up, brushing up on revelations for the Clay Clark podcast, um, which I didn't really get to talk at all because we didn't have that much time with him and we just let him role pretty much so yeah um and i agree wholeheartedly that we're in revelations but it's it's kind of been crossing my mind the last few days about it's it's kind of the chicken or the egg thing right so when you said that it that this is a man-made plan it makes me wonder did they come up with this and design this plan to mirror revelations in order to try and usher in revelations about when, because it's not on God's timeline, because it's on their timeline, or did God know that they were going to do that in the first place and they played right into the ultimate plan? Actually, it's the chicken or the egg. No, no, it's not. It's not the chicken or the egg. You're wrong. Um, First of all, you're forgetting one of the major parts of the Bible. And uh, I can't believe I'm even fucking saying this right now, but, um, what was the devil's greatest trick? Uh, making humanity believe that he didn't exist. Exactly. So one more time. Let's really look at this. Stop with the chicken and egg crap. This is the devil at work. This is how he does it. 
He doesn't do it in front of our faces. He does it in the background. Remember, uh, there's angels and demons everywhere. Angels and demons, they can't actually interfere in our plane. All they can do is influence on our plane. That's why God gave man what? Free will. Correct. So we can make the decision on our plane. That being said, an angel and a demon, they can't actually interact with us. However, they can influence. They're influence peddlers. That's all they are. Well, I, I actually have a clip for this um, now that I've gotten all clip happy and shit. So uh, look at this shit. See, <laughs> see what you just did, Red State? Thanks, buddy, because now you've made my life a living hell. I've got the clip bitch over here. Clip so, bitch, please. Uh, Australia is uh, leading the way in, you know, tyrannical New World Order, end of the world revelation lockdown bullshit, right? Well, dictatorship. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're obviously going the route of the Nazis. They got to have quarantine camps. They got to make sure that you dirty Australians stay in your little quarantine green zone. This is what's coming to us, folks. Just oh, please yeah. pay attention to what's going on in Australia. We're going to see that here soon in America. If, if, it, we, if we let them take our guns, if we like do not stop and stand up and fight back, this is coming to a town near you. But this was on the news in Australia. Be I'm, patient. You'll see. I'm glad to see that their audio works as well as ours does. Wait, wait. Let me whoa, back that whoa, up real back quick. Back that up. Yeah, right? Every, everybody watch that one. What the frick? This was on... Hail Satan. Hail Satan. So uh, this... Let me play that one more time. On the news. On the news in Australia, folks. Hail Satan. Yeah. On the news in Australia, folks, again, the devil's greatest trick was making man think that he didn't really exist. Yeah, but they're not hide he's not hiding anymore. Like if you can't see it, why I mean as bright look at, as the sun. Look at what look at what Clay brought up tonight. Um if you lay down corona, corona, if you bring down the letters and you do the numerology to the letters, all right, it equals Six, six, six. Okay. Right now, Congress has been pushing a bill through HR six, six, six. Go look it up. There's another one that's being pushed through the Senate. It's Senate bill six, 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 four sixes instead of three. Uh, bill Gates put the patent on the COVID vaccine. That one is W two zero two zero two zero. Zero six zero six zero six. Twenty twenty six six six. I I mean, I I don't know how it can get more apparent. There is more marks of the devil on this than anywhere else in history. They Google Chrome just changed their logo to six six six. Look it up. If you think I'm lying to you, please go look it up. All of this shit is going on. It's right in our faces. They're not even hiding it anymore. This is like um. What was the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie um, uh, where it was the... Through your freedoms? Well, 
I, I think he said that in there. <laughs> I think he was just like, oh, screw your freedoms. No, it was uh, where he, he was fighting the devils and all that in New York City. End of days. End of days. Yep. Go back. It's just as blatant as that. This is like literally, folks. This, this is, is more blatant than that. This is getting out of hand quickly. And guess what? It's coming here shortly. If you don't believe, uh, listen, when, if you don't know, the Maricopa County thing got pushed off again. Yes. This is the third time it has been pushed off. I can guarantee it will be pushed off two more times. So do, why, the, do the cyber ninjas really have COVID? Why am I going to say that it's going to be pushed off two more times? I, what, leading right up to the 2022 midterms? No. They're not even waiting for 2022 midterms. No. They're not even waiting for the year of 2022 midterms to begin. I bet they're going to wait until after what the month? Senate passes the- What month? Uh, end of September, the Senate's going to be voting on the both infrastructure, the, the uh, $3.5 trillion bill that Nancy pushed through today. So what are they going to do? And they need Kamala in the Senate for that because she's the tie-breaking vote. So they can't 25th Joe out until- after that point, because they need camel toes voting there. Unless what? Unless she brings in a uber liberal VP. No, no, no. What? Unless what? <laughs> Unless he dies? We actually talked about this once before. We actually talked about this with Trump. What's that? Oh, oh you remember. You, I know you know. What? I know you know, because we talked about the act itself. Uh, give me a clue. I'm trying to blank. Really? The Insurrection Act? Yeah. Okay, well, look. Let's, we ride in the streets. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. Let's turn this all around. End of September hits. October's beginning, right? Uh, we hit. We get. Everybody starts to wake up because we see that our actual election was stolen, correct? All right. Yep. More people are waking up by the day. So then what happens? People do what? They get pissed off, right? They go to the street. We start getting protests. Uh, what just got approved for use? Well, you know, that's interesting. What? What? Just don't, 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 don't go with that. What just got approved for use? Pfizer, okay. the, the vaccine. Okay, so the Pfizer vaccine got approved for use, yet... They don't actually have the vaccine yet because they still have to make it, supposedly, even though they have a bunch made that everybody's been injected with to include myself. So then we ask, start asking the question, well, wait a minute. What new vaccine are you making? Because now we're going a whole different direction with that. So every, all of a sudden they start saying, because I've heard it on the news. I've watched it on the news. We've been talking about it on the news. Look at the news. Everybody's been talking about it. Hey, there is... Outbreaks everywhere. Oh my God, they're locking down again. We're, why why lock down again? Well, you lock down because all the sheeple that are following this retard into oblivion, they believe, oh, well, the Delta variant. Folks, again, I can't say this enough. They cannot test for the Delta variant. Do you, in uh, Montreal last week, there was a court case that was brought in Montreal. Literally, the guy that was getting charged, he was getting charged because he showed back up to work and they asked him for a copy of his COVID test status. 
and he went to the hospital. He couldn't get it. Well, they called in the hospital into this court case. He was only getting fined like 1200 bucks and they called in the hospital staff. The hospital staff could not produce his test status. Why not? Because they, the only thing they had a test for him on was influenza A and influenza B. Are you, now, are you talking about the guy in Alberta that... Yes, yes. Okay, and it wasn't his COVID test status they couldn't produce. He asked them to produce an actual isolate of COVID. Correct. And they could not, and they could not produce it. Yes. All they could produce was the uh, influenza A and influenza B. And uh, he said, well, where's my COVID thing? And they could not produce... The judge threw it out. Not only did the judge throw that out, but then he struck down all the mask mandates. He also struck down any of the vaccine mandates that were going on. And he said, you know what? Y'all fuckers don't have to wear masks and you don't have to get the vaccine done. This is the type of shit we need to happen here in the U S has not happened here yet. Why? Cause 90% of the people are still blinded by the light. We should have started out with that song. That was a great song to start out with, but I did still like painted black, but until we see that happen here in the States, which it ain't going to happen anytime soon, folks, because not enough people are waking up. We need to help people wake up. You need to go out, tell 10 friends about it. If you don't want to explain it, tell people to listen to us. We'll get it in their skull eventually. Trust me. I see people, the people I talk to on a daily basis. Uh, it takes a little bit, but they are waking up. They're hearing it. They're seeing it. I'm calling shit before it's happening now. And people are starting to listen to me. They're looking at me going, what's going to happen tomorrow? Oh, give me five minutes and I'll watch the news. I'll tell you. Because this shit is planned out. There's a playbook for it. We've been reading from the playbook from since well, I've been reading from the playbook since I was born. But some people are just waking up to the playbook. It exists. It's there. Every time. I'm calling it right now. They're going to blame the Americans in Afghanistan saying that you did not check in with the freaking. Anybody want to bet money on that? No, anybody? I'm, I'm I do. Good. I got about a couple hundred bucks in my pocket. I will bet right now. Anybody? No, you sure? I mean, I take all your money anyway. If you've got a couple hundred bucks in your pocket, then at least 250, that is mine. Okay. I got about a hundred bucks in my pocket. Still want to buy a gun maybe one day. Got about a hundred bucks in my pocket. So anybody want to bet me on this? I'm willing to put money down. I will throw down right now on it. I believe you. It, I'm telling you it's coming folks. They're going to blame the, Af the Americans in Afghanistan. They're not even going to, they're taking absolutely no responsibility of this on their own. Watch with the vaccine, watch with the testing, watch with everything else. I mean, Christ, I'm sitting there. They got the CNN. I'm, I, I'm sorry, not CNN. It was, uh, hold on. Let me make sure I quote this one properly. Um, Here. This came from the New York mag. It is not a right-wing political source at all. This just came out folks. So if you don't know where this is, I'm going to make sure that VLN posts this because this is most important that this is posted to our telegram because for everybody that's got school, school, school age kids going to school right now, this is just as important as the other study that we published from the, uh, what the hell was that other study that they struck down like days after we published it? The, uh, the JAMA study. The JAMA study. This is just as important as this. All right. This came from New York Mag. Let me read it to you. Okay. Remember, this came from New York Mag, August 20th. The science of masking kids at school remains uncertain. 
wait a minute. Did you just wait, read what? to me from a red side source? No, this came from a blue side source. The science of masking kids at school remains uncertain. At the end of May, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention published a notable but mostly ignored. Let me read that again. A notable yet mostly ignored large-scale study of COVID transmission in American schools. Few major news outlets covered it and by briefly reiterating the study summary that masking the unvaccinated teachers and improving ventilation with more fresh air were associated with a lower incident of the virus in schools. Those common sense measures and the fact that they seem to work reassuring but are not surprising. Yes, those common sense measures and the fact that they seem to work is reassuring but not surprising. Meaning, you have a liberal news outlet right now reporting that masks on kids do not fucking work. If your kids are in school right now wearing a mask every day, take them. I know it's going to require some sacrifice. Take them out of school, homeschool. Let's start hitting the pocketbooks. Let's start hitting the wallets of these fat cat liberals who think, well, I can pass a fucking policy. It's not going to affect me, but it's going to affect all you fuckers. Well, fine. Watch what happens when your budget goes to shit. So I'm I'm with you 100% on that, obviously, because we... I quit my job and we pulled our kid out of school and I'm homeschooling him and it's awesome. But I fear that America has become too complacent, right? So you- No, no, not complacent, compliant. That, that, yeah, you're right. Complacent and compliant. You know, you said that um, people were going to stand up, right? People people are going to have enough. They're going to get fed up. Eventually, yeah. Eventually. At what point? Are they really, though? Because I think at this point, Americans are just, they don't want to sacrifice a little bit of convenience for integrity. Okay, so let me, okay, good point. I actually like this. I like where you're going with this. I already see the end of it. So let me give you a perfect example. You're absolutely right. Because what do we have to give up before people become more self-aware? I I can tell you one right off the bat. I'm just going to hold it up for an example because I use mine half as much as you use yours. Oh, yeah. I, I know that for a fact. Absolutely. But the day that these all turn off, I'm going to tell you right now, America is going to wake the fuck up. That's true. Because that's coming. That is part of this plan, folks. The internet, bye-bye. We're not going to be on anymore because when that happens- We're done. I know we've got at least 10 listeners that are going to fight back. Maybe. Maybe Maybe nine. Okay, okay, nine. Nine of you fuckers will fight back. But my point is this. There's a, there was a new study out. It just came out yesterday that using your fel- cell phone makes you dumb. Are you aware of that? Is anybody aware of that? Like right. you constantly interrupting your pattern of thought to look down at your phone at the next social media post is making you more retarded. Absolutely. Uh, There's this- something called visual ADHD, which when our kid was diagnosed with ADHD, when he was about nine and it didn't present as regular ADHD, he wasn't 
Um, he wasn't aggressive. He wasn't disruptive. He just couldn't focus. Like he couldn't pay attention to anything for more than 30 seconds at a time. And it had to make a whir, a buzz or a flash. Exactly. For him to pay and any attention I, to it. I read a study at that time as I was doing some research into it, because I love to dive into these research holes, uh, a study out of Germany talking about this exactly visual ADHD, where children with too much screen time, their attention span is essentially broken because it flips from thing to thing so quickly, they don't know how to focus. Their brains are trained not to focus on any one thing for any given period of time. And I think that's part of the huge rise in ADHD in our children is sticking them in front of screens for too long. They're electronic babysitters. We call them dumb boxes and they really are. And I, my dad wasn't lying when he called it the stupid box. Yeah. And I, we took the electronics away from the kids and we have about the best behaved kids around. So this study, but that, that's the big point that that's, that's what that study was about. But I guarantee it, it, this internet shutting down thing. I, I kind of agree. I kind of see that on the, because what is the one way they, they can actually stop a rebellion right now? If you shut down the internet, you shut down cell phones, you shut down communication. Uh, do you know of anybody that can just, uh, okay, forget it. Not you. Um, but do you out there, and don't you dare point back at me, you fuckers, because I'm not getting on a horse <laughs> to save my life. Well, actually, I would. I actually like riding horses. It's actually a lot of fun. But do you know of anybody else that's going to ride around and say the British are coming? I mean, I would totally steal a horse down the street and ride around saying the British are coming. I probably wouldn't leave the island, but everyone on Wilmington Island would know that the British are coming. But that's my point, though. That's the way we would have to get the message out. That's Seriously. the way they would destroy us. That's the way they would stop us. You want to know what's going to turn the rest of America around? That's going to be the first one. That's going to be the kicker. The other one is going to be that black box that's sitting behind you. Because when the TVs go out, because what do the TVs run off internet, of now? All of them. Everything's run off of internet now. You kill the internet. And we don't they, even have a landline phone. They flip the kill switch. We need to get one of those satellite phones from Mike Adams. I have like three of them. I know. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they kill the... Saddle, they kill the internet switch. You have no way of connecting. Who am I going to talk to with that satellite phone? What am I going to talk to the International Space Station, even though it's not really up there? I mean, I guess I could try and call them, but they're not really there anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. I'm just calling Nevada. But again, the point is, that is all gone. Everybody else now can has time to actually think about shit we've said and say, well, fuck, I'm screwed. What am I going to do? And that's when people take to the streets. Armed. And that's when the fight starts. That's and when the fight starts. That's what they're trying to put down is they don't want a coordinated fight. They don't want a coordinated fight from us. Look at what's going. They won't even fire people over this bullshit in Afghanistan. Are you fucking kidding me? I know. There I are so many heads. Well, first of all, the first head should roll. That it should be Biden. Biden should go first. He is behind everything that is taking place in Afghanistan. That's bingo it. Whether Millie, deliberately or just Austin, sheer incompetence or dementia, it doesn't matter. Millie, Austin, um, Abe Lincoln, and um, what's his name? The head of the CIA. All of them, gone. They should be gone as well. They should be fired immediately. You mean the head of the CIA that was negotiating with the Taliban? Correct. Yeah. They all should be gone immediately. After that, then you go down to the, the, the chiefs. All the chiefs. 
as far as I'm concerned, the Army Chief of Staff, the Naval Chief of Staff, the Marine Corps Commandant, every single one of them, get the hell out of here. You're gone. Okay. Can we get rid of um, Rochelle Walensky and Janet Woodcock as well? Well, they're just trying to force masks, but that's time out because they ignored this study. That's really interesting that they ignored this study. And that's what I was trying to get into until you interrupted me. But this was also reported in this study. Children are less likely to have a severe disease from SARS-CoV-2 when infected, less likely to be symptomatic as well, which correlates with the lower contagion contagiousness of the rate for children. The facts alone may account for uh, the part of the reason why the Georgia study found no clear benefit to a masking requirement for the kids in schools, though the CDC says that it layered mitigation in schools is effective. Without studying each of the layers individually, it cannot know which one of those measures work and to what degree and which don't. For example, several experts told me that it's entirely possible that open windows and fresh air ventilation accounts for nearly all of the mitigation benefit in every classroom and the layered interventions may contribute only marginal benefit to every classroom. So they negated the most important part of this study that was literally shit on by the CDC and everybody else, but everybody agreed with it. You have the New York mag, which is not a Republican leaning source at all leading with this story. This should be plastered. You need to print this out. If your kid's wearing a mask in school right now, take this to your school board meeting and have them explain it. The best way to do it, folks, if you're looking for a way to do it, is what I like to call the setup. You get them to agree that masks should be worn, that kids should be mandated for vaccinations, that everything else, blah, 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 should be going on. And then you pull this out and you say, well, can you please explain to me why the New York Mag, a liberal-leaning news source, said this? And highlight the parts that you think fit your school system. There are ton, there's a ton of information. I just read that wave tops. This is huge folks. This is gigantic because guess what? The liberal news media is finally starting to do. They're actually starting to do their job very slowly. Don't get me wrong. This is all a setup for what's still to come, which is obviously the takedown of Joe Biden. But Ooh, I have a clip for that. This is the start. This is where they get their start. And now they're arming Republicans with reports from liberal leaning news sources that, and I guarantee you the first thing that anytime that anybody brings this up in front of a news, you know, in front of a school board, we say, well, that's not a real news source. That's just, you know, that's just the New York mag who pays attention to that. Well, it's funny. You shit on every Republican one that does that. And they speak a lot more truth than any one of CNN, NBC, CBS, ABC, any one of the mainstream media news sources. Yet you shit on people like us because you say what? Well, you use the F word too much. Well, fuck you very much. So, you know, they say when you've lost CNN, you've lost the war. The war. Well, when you lost Walter Cronkite, you lost the well, war. Here you go. That's the original saying. Rumor mill is an overdrive. There's hysteria. You have Taliban fighters with guns. You have 
U.S. and U.K. soldiers who are not allowing people in. You have mixed messaging coming through about what kind of paperwork you need and how you need It is just an absolute mess. And we heard President Biden say yesterday in his uh, comments to ABC News that this is not a failure. And I think a lot of people outside that airport, particularly those taking the kinds of extreme actions we're just talking about, would like to know if this isn't failure, what does failure look like? Well, don't worry about that because they're going to move the goalposts on that. Just like they did every time on Trump, they're going to move the goalposts. They're going to make the goalposts further and further and further and further and further and further and further until kicking a field goal isn't even an option. You can try to score a touchdown, but it's not an option. Well, here's what I have to say. And again, I repeat. Fox truck, uniform, Charlie, Kilo, Tango, Hotel, Alpha, Tango, Victor, Alpha, X-Ray. Foxshot uniform, Charlie, Kilo, Tango, Hotel, Alpha, Tango, Victor, Alpha, X-Ray. Fuck vaccines? Fuck that vax. Okay. Well, (laughs) there you go. Anyway, as as we said before, and uh, we got a piece in here in the Epic Times talking about the uh, Pfizer's approved use of the COVID-19 vaccine, like we reported before. Guess what? The new vaccine isn't out yet. Right now, they're still working on the emergency youth authorization. I haven't heard a date as to the actual rollout of the new vaccine, which is supposed to be like something, uh, uh, something COVID blah or here. They've actually, and I want to go back to what you said about the data. There's really no data. And real quick, sorry, this is uh, Steve Bannon's war room, and he's got Dr. Robert Malone, who is the inventor of mRNA vaccines. They've authorized the use of a vaccine. Does that vaccine currently exist? If I want to walk down, not that I'll do it, but if I want to walk down to the doctor, can I actually get the one? Sketchy, shady FDA approval. Is that available right now to the best of your knowledge, sir? It's absolutely not available. So the the little trick that they've done here is they have issued two separate letters for two separate vaccines. The Pfizer vaccine, which is what is currently available, is still under emergency use authorization, and it still has the liability. Once again, the mainstream media has lied to you. I'm sorry to say that. I no. Product that's licensed is the BioNTech product, which is substantially similar, but not necessarily. It's called uh, Comirnaty, and it's not yet available. They haven't started manufacturing it or labeling it, and uh, that's the one the liability waiver will no longer apply to. Okay, so uh, well, hold on, because this actually applies right here, and I was going to read this before you rudely interrupted me with that video. But um, and thank you again, Red State, for all of this wonderfulness that you've brought to my <laughs> life. Uh, I will continue to bash on you, by the way, as we continue through these podcasts, because you've just created a fucking monster over here. Um, thank you. I, I love my my new little adverse player. reactions. Uh, 
one of the things that we've been really harping on, and I know you guys have heard us talk about VARS, DARS, Mars, there's so many different adverse reactions, uh, reporting systems out there. Um, one of the big things that they kind of neglected when they approved this drug, um, and they did it in a really weird way because they normally bring together uh, a, a group of doctors and it's kind of like a, a I always called it the Lord, the overlord type look at it. And they, they look at it like this. They, they bring it up and they say, uh, should, should Americans really be taking a drug like this? And they really take it, take a look at it from a, uh, a very introspective look at the drug itself. Like what are some of the side effects to this drug? And they, didn't do that with this approval. This approval did not have that group of doctors that sat down and actually war game the shit out of this drug and what it might do to America, mostly because the CDC, the NIH and, um, all hail Fauci, um, said, no, 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 don't do that because we don't need that. This vaccine's good. Um, let me read to you something out of this near uh, mag piece that's, or actually this came from the Epic Times. Let me read something to you out of this. It said, uh, adverse reactions. While the FDA approved the Pfizer jab, regulation, regulators also said that they determined there were no increased risk of my, myocarditis or pericarditis and heart inflammation following the administration of the shot, particularly within seven days following the second dose of the two-dose res- regimen. However, the observed risk is higher among males under 40 years of age compared to females and older males. They observed the risk highest from 12 through 17 years of age. The available data in a short-term follow-up suggests that the most individuals have resolution of symptoms. However, some individuals require intensive care support. Information is not yet available about the potential of the long-term health outcomes uh, the commentary prescribing the information includes warnings about these risks, the agency said. So taking that out of doctor lingo, putting it in normal human lingo that a four-year-old can understand. Um, look, if you're between the ages of 12 and 17, your chances of getting myocarditis or pericarditis are, are through the fucking roof. Your heart swelling to the size of a fucking uh, cantaloupe, very possible. And very, very possible. And when I say that swelling is bad, that means the sac, um, when you talk about especially pericarditis, is the sac around the heart. And that sac that's out there, uh, it's the, uh, I'm trying to actually remember the actual medical name of the sac they call it, the peri, it's uh, the peridium that's around the heart. That means that water gets in between that and the heart. And when that inflammation starts to happen, uh, imagine a muscle or something trying to work inside an area where it ge- keeps getting cramped up. What eventually happens to your heart? Anybody? Bueller? You have a heart attack. Well, no, your heart cramps, which leads to what I like to call a heart fart or AFib. And for a 12-year-old to get AFib, uh, the chances of that happening, I could have won Lotto twice. All right. That is the chances of that happening. All right. And they're bringing this up. And then they, they go on to say that within this study, and they say that a study has been conducted. Um, hey, hon, what did Janet say when the study ended? What was the study supposed to end concerning the vaccines? 2023. 
what studies been conducted? There, they, there were the animal studies were conducted, but they all died. But what study are they referring to? Because the one in, that's going on right now in the document that they presented to the FDA for approval, they said that the study has been conducted. Yeah, no, the study has not been completed. That's what I said. So approximately 3,079 people have died after receiving the Pfizer jab. Uh, I don't know about the truth about that number because that's that's what was reported to the, the, the report that was sent to the FDA for clearance of this drug. That is the number that they are reporting. According to the vaccine adverse event reporting system. Now that must be an old number because I've heard a much higher and more substantial yeah, we're number. Yeah, we're like 13,000 now. That, that Actually, I've heard old. even higher than that. Um, passive reporting systems run by the FDA and Center D- Disease Control. Some 15,268 people have been hospitalized after getting the Pfizer shot, according to the BARS reporting system. Nearly 39 reported uh, reportedly suffered from permanent or dis- disabling or disability permanent disability from the jab. These systems are not designed to determine if the vaccine caused the health problem, but especially useful in detecting unusual or unexpected patterns of adverse event reporting that might indicate a possible safety problem with the vaccine. I can tell you right now that is not accurate. The numbers are way more north of those numbers that I just read. So um, take that for what you will, but I'm pretty sure the FDA did not do their due diligence on this drug. Actually, I'm more than willing to say that the FDA did not do their due diligence on this drug. Yeah, I would have to agree Um, because, first off, uh, they do say, and it's probably not particularly in that report, but they do say that the pericarditis and the myocarditis is very rare and in most cases, it has already resolved. I, I, I literally, so, I literally just said that, and I, I said know. that I could have won lotto twice in the amount of time that that's ever been reported before in anybody between the ages of twelve and seventeen. But what I'm getting at, I know you just said that. My point is, it doesn't just resolve. Like you don't just get over that. You don't just get better. These kids are going to have to be. They're going to have to be monitored for the rest of their lives. They can't play sports. They can't, they can't run track. They can't run football. They can't go swimming. They can't, they can't do any strenuous exercise and they're kids. Well, I mean, they can, but again, it has to be observed. These are things that you do, you do eventually get better from it, but it takes quite a bit. It's not something that overnight I'm done. I'm good. Let's go. It's like, uh, well, I survived cancer. <laughs> Got that going for me. Uh, well, let's see how that works out for him, Joe. But again, it is what it is. I mean, well, I've, according to Joe, I mean, he doesn't give a shit, obviously. No, he, he doesn't because he's the dumbest idiot around. And I, I have something on that too. Um, actually, let's, let's get to that right now. I'm waiting on you. I know you are. Thanks again, Red State. All right, I'm done. I'm done with him being. He is literally a dumbass. So, uh, <laughs> moving right along, uh, exclusive report confirms that the 2020 abuses in the RNC deploys a year-round election integrity unit. Um, 
I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel, she should probably go find another job because she sucks at what she does. Because as we're finding out now, the election was stolen. Uh, you did nothing to back up Trump. You did nothing to support President Trump's claim. As a matter of fact, everybody claimed that, well, hmm, you know, sorry about that one. Uh, we missed out on that one. Uh, but she went into a whole thing. If you want to look it up, it's in the Washington Examiner. Um, she said that the 2019 COVID night or the COVID-19 crisis uh, caused change to the rules that likely helped Joe Biden ascend to the White House. Uh, no, Joe Biden stole it. We're pretty sure that happened uh, almost positive now. Um, as we're seeing the numbers, when the numbers really come out, I think we're going to have real issues in the U.S., um, Ashley McKay, who's the chairwoman for the Republicans, um, or chairman for Joe Gurdas and co-chairwoman Ashley McClay, um, applaud the panel's leaders. Republicans have been making it easier to vote and harder to cheat. We've been building historic election integrity operations just to do that. Uh, <clears throat> bullshit. <clears throat> I'm just saying that out loud. Uh, I don't believe that for the, for a second, but you know, whatever, like I said, little tactical patience on this one. We are definitely waiting to hear what happens and comes out of Maricopa County. If I get any more information about Maricopa County, uh, we'll even do a, sh even if I got to do a short snippet on here, we'll drop in a half hour short snippet and let you all know what the hell's going on. But I'm telling you right now, what I'm hearing is really bad. It It's very obvious. It's blatantly obvious. Uh, remember, how many counts do they have? How many total counts do they have in Maricopa County? Three. No, they had four. They had four total because they had one done by the Senate. They had one done by um, cyber, ninjas. cyber Ninjas. They had one done by the combined Cyber Ninjas uh, audit reporting team, which was not just Cyber Ninjas. It was the rest of the civilians that were helping. Then this, the Congress, the full Congress did a fourth count of the vote. Every single one of their counts, none of them matched. Not a single one. They didn't match each other. They didn't match the original count. Exactly. Okay, then. All the way across. So I can tell you this number, uh, I think my guy's right on with this one. This one, again. 47%. He is an, he is, he is another one of those guys that I never questioned. That's why I'm talking about it tonight. If I was really questioned about what he's told me in the past, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. But I, I'm willing to put my thumb on this one. I, I'm pretty sure this guy's right dead on the money with this one. And if that's really the number... That is blatant. You you can't get any more blatant than that. All I got to say is audit all 50. That's what, and that's my next thing, but I also realize the amount of time that's going to take. And uh, I, I know there is no way right now to get the Supreme Court back in session. I would have to think though. They're worthless anyway. I would have to think though that if something like this is proven, I would have to think that the Supreme Court would have to get back in session. Why? Because the, a decision has got to be rendered. You can't go on without a commander in chief, a legitimate commander in chief. Well, that's been blatantly obvious in the past two weeks. Mm -mm -mm. I want to say like emergency, emergency, emergency. Yeah. Rescue three, ambulance 61. No. no. In all honesty, though, we had a legitimate, at the time, it was a legitimate election. Whatever we prove now is past the point because we allowed 
uh, Mike Pence to call a vote on the floor of a joint house to certify the election results. Fraud number one. Fraud vitiates everything. Fraud number one that we did that. Okay. Whatever. But it happened. January 6th, that happened. Uh, January 20th, we inaugurated. I've quite, been dumb. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly a fake president. Today, tomorrow, next week, the week after, whenever Maricopa County gets released, we now know that we inaugurated a fake president. We now know for a fact that what Mike Pence did was a fraud. We now know all of the conspirators. We just labeled all of the conspirators in one fell swoop. Everyone that was present on January 6th in the joint session. That voted to certify. Correct. Is a conspirator in the fraud. We Now we just have to find out who orchestrated the conspiracy. Nancy Pelosi. And that's going to be the hard part. That is where the hardest part of proving the fraud is, is who orchestrated it. Without having phones and cell phones and all that other bullshit, you got to have that prior to that. Well, speaking of Nancy Pelosi, um, did you hear the FBI just came out and said that there is no evidence of pre-planning on January 6th? Yeah, I heard that. In fact, he said that Alex Jones and well, they actually did. Roger Stone were exonerated. Yep, they and a- then they turned around and arrested Owen Troyer. And Donald Trump was exonerated. Yes. Uh, one more time, they literally did all of that. There's no conspiracy found. Um, they took a whole lot of cell phones. They actually did an exhaustive investigation into it. They actually really looked into it. and. Once again, conspiracy theorists, us, right again, uh, actually, conspiracy factualists, we're right again. We called it back then. We've been calling it since then. We have said that nothing was perpetrated that day other than we knew that Antifa was in the crowd. We knew that Antifa was there to sucker people in. Agent provocateurs. Exactly. So if we now know this and the FBI has completed their thorough and exhaustive investigation into, you know, January 6th and found that there was no pre-planning and still hasn't, or at least no, no pre-planning on the part of the Patriots, whether there is pre-planning on the part of the FBI is a whole nother Well, that's a whole there. separate issue in and out of itself. But um, why are they still holding political prisoners in the dungeons of DC? Well, that, that, uh, again, that is another great question. And that, arresting more of them yet. I, that's another great question that I don't think we'll ever get the answer to. Uh, um, I don't think we'll ever get an answer. to. That. I know. I it's, know. That's your, your shit can in the wrong thing there. It doesn't matter. They don't care. Obviously they don't, they don't care about any of us. If you think that they care about you, they don't care about you. They don't care about your life. They don't care about your freedom. They don't care about your privacy. They don't care about your children. They don't, unless, except for the fact that they want to indoctrinate them and turn them into good little, you know, sheeple slaves for the future, as long as they don't have kids. So first they have to inoculate them. So getting back to that inoculation. um, So the good old Biden, the dumbest president ever has now taken this quote-unquote FDA approval 
and used it to try and mandate more vaccines across the country. But he knows that he can't mandate vaccines on his own, which is funny. Well, we'll we'll get into that in a second. Let's. You want to get to a, a point? Tom? Yeah, I'll I'll get to a point real quick. Additionally, reports from our international suggest increased risk of severe disease. Given this body of evidence, we are concerned that the current strong protection against severe infection, hospitalization, and death. Okay, so she's saying that people that are vaccinated, especially among those who are at higher risk or who were vaccinated earlier, so earlier. like people like me. Yes, right. Uh, eight months is is now the line for the boosters, which the boosters don't actually work against any of the variants, which they don't have tests for. Um, that's okay. You should go get a booster anyway. Well, it doesn't matter because they can't prove that the variant exists anyway. So exactly. Everything that they're saying about the variant is bullshit. It's just another different strand of the... Tell me something. When was the last time you heard somebody die of the flu? Like 30,000 people a year die of the flu. No, no, no. When was the last time that you heard about a flu outbreak that was killing people in America? 18, 2019? Yeah. Not last year for sure. Nope. No, not at all. As a matter of fact, I'm not even hearing about this being a bad flu season. No, because it all because just got rolled into COVID. The flu looks like COVID under a fucking microscope. Absolutely. When they started saying that tree pollen could carry COVID, I was like, great. So now they're just rebranding seasonal allergies as fucking COVID. They're going to call it what? The the tree pollen variant? The election fraud variant? No, the what? alpine. The, the alpine. The al- there you go. The, the, the alpine, alpine variant. variant. Because pines have the biggest. Yes. Clumps of but, pollen. So now Israel is looks like tree cum every so so long like on my n- nuclear waste going down. Yeah, on my car. But anyway, um, Israel right now is suffering from th- the most horrendous COVID outbreak, and they're seventy two percent vaccinated. I think it's even higher. They they have one of the highest vaccinations. Yeah, seventy two percent. Seventy two percent Israel. So and they're the petri dish for Pfizer because that's all they got was yep. Pfizer. And they're the ones that first reported the 42% efficacy, not the 96% efficacy that the CDC is going off of. And their hospitals are seriously overwhelmed. They're not even taking COVID patients anymore because their hospitals are so overwhelmed. So I I think we've got to ask this question right here. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? He is a good hitter. Exactly. But we went ahead and mandated those vaccines. I'm sorry. Did I misspeak there? No, I didn't. State or local, who has been waiting for full FDA approval to require vaccinations? Do what I did. Require your employees to get vaccinated or face strict Oh, do what he wait, did wait, last wait. month. If he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? He is a good hitter. Do you know there's only a handful of places, or soon, soon to be a handful of places where you don't have to worry about a vaccine mandate at work. You know where some of those places are? The White House, the CDC. Oh no, but the NIH. He's he's referring and the big pharma companies. He's referring to the military. Of course he is. Because he mandated employees. in the 
-hmm. the military. And he didn't mandate it till September 14th. And I've got some info on that one too, because that's about to get really ugly because that's about to blow up in his fucking face. They yeah. got soldiers now saying not only no, no but hell no. no. You're Absolutely not touching not. me with that. Absolutely um, not. And not just that. It's not just soldiers now. It's airmen. It's Marines. It's sailors. I think Marines were the first ones to do it. Yeah, Marines were like, hell no. Uh, Marines were, I, I can't believe it because those guys will take anything. I've watched them literally eat bugs out of the sand in the desert. And I'm bugs like, have a lot of protein. Yeah, but not these bugs. These were dung beetles. I mean, they literally roll around balls of shit, camel shit. Extra protein, but no spike <laughs> protein. Weird. But anyway. Um, That's really gross, by the way. It really is. It's it really bad. It really makes, made, me, made me a little queasy there because I remember the guy doing it. It was like, oh my God, dude. So you're a ballsy son of a bitch. But anyway, but their Marines started it and now the sailors, the soldiers, the airmen, they're all saying, not only no, but fuck no. You're not coming anywhere near me with that needle. And more and more of them, folks, if these people have the balls to stand up and say no and understand everybody's seen Forrest Gump. Everybody's seen that these guys are the lowest of the low, the dregs of society, the ones that went to Vietnam, the ones that volunteered to go fight. These are the guys, the lowest of the low, the dregs of society that everybody considers, well, you know, they're, they're only important when it meets a certain political narrative. Well, let me tell you something. If these folks are coming out and they're willing to risk everything and say no, but not only that, by doing that, they're denying a direct order, which means they are also willing to go to jail. Um, that's a big deal. That says a lot about the military. That says a lot about the people that liberals consider are, are the dregs, the, the ones that are. The people that have sacrificed time with their families their health, both their mental health and their physical health, and sometimes their lives, those people. Yeah. 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 Well, let's see what else Biden had to say about this, uh, this whole thing here. Don't get the shot. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, don't get it today. Um, so do you know who actually at uh, FDA approved the shot? I mentioned her name a, a few minutes ago. Yeah, she's the director of the uh, NIA. Um, Dr. Janet Woodcock. Yeah. You know what else she she approved? Let me guess one of the uh was it was it was it anthrax or eight uh actually it was oxycontin oh. and fentanyl oh the other one that kills everybody yes she is like she is the opioid queen uh, th ah that's where i remember her name from mm -hmm. yes she was on that showtime thing that they did with the uh when they were investigating opiates and everything yeah. and how easy it is to get opiates throughout the united states yeah so she is she has now been promoted to um the upper echelons of the fda and she personally authorized this vaccine mm. makes you go hmm, hmm. right um, but you know who else is standing up against this mandated jab? 
the ones that got hit with it first, the ones that were touted as heroes for the last year, and now they're being considered zeros. Healthcare workers across the country. Me? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we, we, we're not getting a booster. They're, and no, again, they're, the, they're we're not asking, getting the initial jab. Hold on, let me finish. So, um, and, and I have a comment to talk talk about too, because I love it. Um, so for example, 150 nurses and other hospital workers at Houston Methodist Hospital were fired for refusing to receive one of the experimental COVID vaccines. Uh, this comes from WND. But two months later, the hospital is one of several in the area experiencing a severe shortage of medical personnel. As media report, local hospitals have reached a breaking point because of a flood of COVID-19 cases. So uh, what's going to happen in about six to eight weeks? We're not going to have any doctors or we're not going to have any healthcare professionals and we're not going to have any, I mean, paramedics. Exactly. At the exact same time as the cold season kicks in and we find out if ADE is really real, the antibody dependent enhancement, when people get confronted with wild coronaviruses and they start getting really, really sick and dying, oh, you mean, we're not going to have any healthcare workers to take care of them. You mean the same time that we finally find out the results of... Uh, Maricopa County, we finally find out that uh, the election was stolen. People start to rise up. You mean to tell me the time they start to try and lock us down and then enact at the same time the Insurrection Act to ensure that the election in 2022 does not happen, to ensure that Democrats maintain control of both the Senate and the House? Oh, do you mean also the time that we make sure that there's still a liberal in the White House for the next, I don't know, 20 years because they're obviously going to make it a tyranny? And you mean to tell me that all of this is just happening by chance or this is all happening at the whim of one other group, basically Why the would Rockefeller you fire group? healthcare workers when you're saying that you have no beds, you're scrambling for beds and healthcare providers, but you're just firing healthcare workers. I don't that that just doesn't make sense to me unless it's planned or to be quite honest. It's all bullshit. Or it's all bullshit, but which is this probably time, more than likely the all bullshit part. I see. I I have something for that. I don't think it's all bullshit, and there's a good reason why. Here's why. She's actually uh, one hundred. She's one hundred percent correct. It's the ratio is one to three. For every one nurse, there's three patients. For every one nurse, those three patients that nurse is responsible for during her charge or her care uh, while she's there, that's the reason they call them charge nurses, mm -hmm. um, they are responsible for three patients. Those three patients, one to three, that's the ratio. So if you're being told that your hospital's got enough room for 400 beds and they only have 100 beds filled up, uh, you can go ahead and figure out, you can do the math and figure out that, well, that's how many nurses they're short because when you're short nurses, she's not wrong. We call it, uh, professionally in the field now. Um, and I'm going to throw this one out there cause, uh, I'm going to add to that one. Cause I think it's funny cause I just heard about this one that's happening in our area. Um, we call it wall time when an ambulance crew brings a patient in the hospital, it's something that's called wall time when you're waiting for a bed in the emergency room. So right now we have gone to a system that I don't necessarily agree with, but whatever. 
uh, our company decided to do it and they call it, um, oh Jesus. Now it, the name was there just a second ago and it's gone. Um, <laughs> love the brain injury. Fuck it. And now you bring up something else and now it's just gone. Now it's really gone. Um, uh, it, it's, uh, urgency dispatching. It's, uh, actually it's, uh, well, describe what it does. So for instance, we have levels. So your level one is like traumas, any big stuff, um, response times, the normal four to four to six minute response time, uh, the ambulance, a critical care provider, i.e. a paramedic will be there in four to six minutes. Um, you have your level two and, uh, your level two is anywhere from 30, 35 to 40 minute before a critical care person will be there. Level three and below is like, anywhere between an hour and an hour and a half before we get there, which means like you called in, you got a cough, you feel bad. You don't necessarily are dying and you're breathing fine, but you know, you'd like to go to the hospital or get checked out. Well, now that's an hour to an hour and a half. Well, when you do that type of response, it requires the wall times to not be existent. So now if they bring the patient into the hospital, the patient, they sit on the wall. If they're more, if they're there more than 10 minutes at the end of 10 minutes and they haven't been seen yet, the paramedics are now writing the report on a piece of paper, laying it on top of the patient and walking away from the patient, getting back in their ambulance and going back in service. So, yep. So though they get the, they get their basic report. The doctor gets their basic report from a piece of paper left on top of the patient. Uh, that normally in the past, from what I understand, has led to patients being left on the wall for hours and never being seen. Um, that is a huge problem because normally you have a critical care provider there who's trying to get the attention of a doctor to say, Hey, look, somebody's got to look at this guy. There's something wrong. Um, and, uh, it leads down a bunch of roads that really don't end well for most. Um, and normally turns into lawsuits and everything else. This, that lady is not wrong with what she's saying. She's right on the money with that one. Not far off at all. That is, and it's horrible, but that's where we're at. I mean, we're, I know that we're that short staffed and paramedics, EMTs. Um, you really want a job, come on down to Georgia. We're short staffed paramedics, EMTs. Uh, but they get run ragged. I, I don't blame them for being short staffed. I understand it. That's why I'm a firefighter. We don't, we respond to a bunch of those calls, but I don't have to sit on a wall and I don't have to wait with a patient. So, um, understand what's going on there. Yeah, it's Emerald Robinson made a good point. Um, she's a, the white house press reporter with Newsmax. Um, she said on Twitter that they're, she said they're trying to get as many jabs in as many people's arms before the side effects yeah, start are, to show. Are really yep. start to show. Yep. And I think she's absolutely right. They are racing to get as many people inoculated as they possibly can. So they can say, look at what I've done. Before they can't hide the death waves anymore. Yep. Uh, I actually put a poll out on Twitter today because, you know, I'm hung up on this rapid onset cancer. I've seen more and more people now that have developed rapid onset cancer just around me. It's blows my mind. So I put out a poll. Uh, so if you follow me on Twitter, please go ahead. It's up for another 12 hours or so. Um, do you know anyone who has been either diagnosed or died from rapid onset cancer in the last six months after getting the jab? Please. What are your numbers at right now? Um, I don't know. I looked a while ago. I had like 
15 people respond and it was like 10% had, yes, someone had died from rapid onset cancer. So that's uh, kind of scary, but it's coming. I don't know what's going to come first, the blackout, the death waves, the election fraud, the blackout. I, th- I think they've got this all figured out. It, it's all going to happen at once. I think so too. I and think you're right. The more and more I look at this, the more and more evidence shows. September 11th. Actually, I was going with the 13th, but there's a reason for that. But it could be the 11th too, only because Joe's been blacked out from the 11th pretty much by everybody. Yeah. yeah Nobody wants has. Joe at their September 11th gathering. Nobody. No. Well, and who can blame them? I, I Should I don't. So uh, before we wrap up with some comments here, um, I do just want to play one more thing. Actually, I want to hit one more story before. We okay. Wrap. Well, well, two things then here while the world is burning and people are dying. This is, this is what our leaders in New York are doing. Oh, is this the dancing? Yeah. And he's not wearing a mask. Well, Seriously. Who is that? Stephen Colbert. And? Uh, Schumer. Oh, Chucky, baby. Chuck Schumer. And who's the chick? No idea. Probably she, somebody Cuomo touched. She looks really familiar, though. And you know who she looks like? No. She looks like that same lady that was seen um, in two or three different states that like she's on a, an election board in one state and then she was helping count votes in another state. That's who that looks like. Anyway, I, I don't, I don't know who that is, but they are horrible. And see what we said. They don't care about you. They no, don't they, care about you. They sure don't. They really don't. Um, so president Trump had a rally in Alabama Yep. the other day. And it was huge. There were more, there were like five times as many people at the rally as there were people that lived in the town that the rally was held in. No joke. It's a town of like 10,000 people and there were 50,000 people that showed up. Only 30,000 could get in. The other 20,000 like were further out in the field. It, It was awesome. And he put up, I think, the quote of the decade. Yep. And it was pretty freaking fantastic. It's true. Everything woke turns to shit, okay? All right, right, folks. Look, I say fuck a lot. President Trump just said everything woke turns Turns to to shit. shit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right, so you have one more story? I got two more, actually. Uh, My last two stories, uh, Capitol Police officer who killed Ashley Babbitt on January 6th acted lawfully, according to an internal investigation conducted by uh, Capitol Police. Not that I didn't see this coming. Um, Not that I disagree or agree with what took place. Um, I feel bad for Ashley Babbitt's family. I feel bad for Ashley Babbitt. However, uh, like I said, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. You had to know that that was not the thing to do, not in that setting, not on that day. Um, however, uh, the, the fact that they will not release the guy's name, I think is fucking bullshit. Um, that name needs to be brought out. I'm sorry. Every cop that has shot supposedly an unarmed black male over the course of the last six, seven months, 
12 months, two years, three years, their name was dropped almost immediately in the news. This cop, his name needs to be dropped immediately. Uh, if you know who this person is, please let me know. I will put it out on the show. If anybody has any information on this, please let me know. I will put it out. I will make sure that the masses hears, hears this because if there's one thing that I believe needs to come out, if there's one thing that can come from Ashley Babbitt's death that can do some good for apparently what she believed in is we need to know who this officer was. I think that what a hey, turnabout is fair play. All right. No bullshit. Whether what she was doing was right or wrong is immaterial. She wasn't armed. I don't know how the cop felt threatened for his life from a woman that size. I, I personally wouldn't have felt threatened. Um, I'm guaranteeing the reason the name is not being released is because they were not a Capitol Police officer at all. I'm almost willing to put money on that. Why was she cremated a day after she was killed without even notifying her family? I have no idea. No idea. I know. I know you don't. I just like to ask these questions because they're the questions that's on everyone's mind. If they knew about it, if you knew that she was cremated just a day after she was killed and her family didn't even know, wouldn't you want to know why? So, uh, folks got another story here and <laughs> I know this is not going to blow a lot of your minds, but my, my peeps out in California, uh, Casey, I hope you're listening to this. And I hope you take this and run with this. Um, this came out of Fox LA. Uh, over 300 California recall election ballots discovered in a, a suspect's vehicle alongside guns and drugs. Uh, folks, they're still trying to fucking cheat. Oh, yeah. The election or the recall election hasn't even finished yet. But some dude has got 300 recall votes in his vehicle. That means the libs are already trying to cheat there too in the recall election to make sure Gavin Newsom stays in power. All right. Torrance police recovered more than 300 unopened California recall election ballots inside a vehicle of a suspect who was found passed out in his car at a 7-Eleven parking lot along with guns and drugs, authorities said Monday. Uh, investigators are now trying to figure out how the election ballots ended up in the suspect's vehicle and what their intent was with having them. Ooh, Torrance, I wonder. Torrance police officers have arrested a male suspect on August 17th and charged him with numerous weapons, narcotics, and forgery charges. Forgery charges. Why would you arrest somebody on forgery charges unless they were fucking with the ballots? Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. hmm. Anyway, Casey, because I know you live out there, uh, in addition to the ballots, authorities found a loaded firearms, annex pills, methamphetamines, thousands of pieces of small mail, a scale, multiple driver's licenses. That could have been why. Credit cards and other individuals' names. Authorities said that those who were identified through their investigation will be receiving a new election ballot. Why would you... Were the ballots filled out? Were the ballots not filled out? Why would you reprint ballots? Now you're giving another chance for people to fuck up. Folks, we put serial numbers on dollar bills. We can't put serial numbers on ballots for real. Actually, did. Jovan Pulitzer came out with about it. I'll play it on. I'm not going to play it on this one. I'll play it on the next one. Um, we'll talk. We'll go deeper into that one on the next podcast because uh, 
I'm I'm holding some tactical patience on this one. Okay. But Jovan Pulitzer did say that they have some that they put some secret marking and it wasn't water watermarks on the ballots years ago and he's he's got he blew it out of the water. So, but we'll go deep into that. I'll pull that all those clips up because we've already gone pretty long here. So let's wrap up with the comments. Go for it. And we'll get into that next time. Um, I had uh, made a comment, you know, the, the Taliban is now putting our ammunition, um, fighter jets, helicopters, whatnot, on social media to sell them, right? Yeah. I was wondering if they'd make a deal, eBay or whatnot. Anyway, um, our friend QAnon Jack responded to that on Telegram. And now you guys get to see what he looks like. I love Jack. He's hysterical. It's a fire sale. We got M1s and T-62s. (laughs) 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 Crazy inflatable... Flailing arm man. <laughs> Crazy inflatable flailing arm man. Crazy inflatable flailing arm man. <laughs> I love Jack. That's funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, two days ago. No, I'm sorry. Um, I've lost track of time. August 16th. So this would have been from the last podcast we put out because we put that out about five days ago. We tried to put this podcast out like two days ago and we were having serious technical issues and fighting over it and we gave up and went yep. to bed instead. So anyway, here we are now. Uh, welder by trade. And this is on Apple. We don't get a whole lot of Apple comments and they're hard to find, but something led me, you know, I get these little feelings. Something led me to go check the Apple comments the other day and it was right after he had posted this and I was pretty excited. It says, love most of the content. I love this podcast, but hush, let your woman talk. Stop interrupting her. She's so much more knowledgeable than you act like she is, especially about the towers. Vet here too. And my and brother, you're way, way wrong about who did what that day, 9-11. Yes, the people are terrible, but the people who funded those, those people and funded and made the huge ISIS cabal wasn't from their own country. Look within. So he's with me on the, the whole 9-11 thing. Um, Nah, sorry, can't bite. I, I, I know, babe. Again, though, who told you that that it was the Afghanis or whomever that knocked down the, the towers? Uh, a cop that I met in Florida that actually was the one that stopped uh, number 19 from actually boarding the plane, actually coming anywhere in the United States. He was a TSA agent that was actually the one that stopped the one guy that he actually wrote the report September 10th that told everybody else where to look for these guys. He was actually the one that said, wait a minute, 
where were you at? And he tried to tell him, oh, I was down at a, a flight training school in Florida. That's the guy I met that convinced me that, yeah, you're right. No, it wasn't what everybody else tries to make it about. Listen to what that guy says. That guy is no bullshit. He is one real cop that actually listened to his gut and said, you know what? Is it There's cat- something wrong about that. So I, I can understand that because, you know, so many people have come out, going back to Ashley Babbitt, so many people have come out and said, well, is she really dead? And this, that, and the other. And if we hadn't done that interview with Joe on January 6th, it's like the, I think the, the third episode we ever did or something like that. Um, I was like, I think our sixth, something like that. Anyway, it was really early on, but on the way home from DC on January 7th, we did actually on, we recorded a telephone conversation with the guy who was in the hallway when Ashley Babbitt was killed and he saw it live firsthand. He was emotional, broken up. It's a hard podcast to listen to. I've gone back and listened to it. It's, it's, it's rough. Um, it's very emotional. Uh, he was really hurt. I mean, he was really broken up about it. It it really hurt him. Well, you could tell that was the first time he ever saw anything like that. It was the first time he'd seen anything about it like it, and it was the first time he'd ever spoken about what he'd seen there too. So it was rough for him. But if we hadn't talked to him, I probably would have dropped down that rabbit hole of, you know, oh, she wasn't really killed or, you know, oh, it was a setup. And, you know, maybe it was a setup, but I think she's actually dead just from having done that interview with him. So I understand that. Yes, I hear where you're coming from. You talk to someone who interacted with one of these people knows for a fact that these terrorists flew planes into the building. I'm not disputing that. I'm not disputing the fact that they flew planes into the building. So what's the, dis- what's the dispute? I'm confused. What happened to building seven? Cause no plane flew into there. That I believe was a controlled takedown. Okay. Building seven was still on the property of the world trade center. It's it like not? five blocks away. Okay. Okay. That's one I can't explain. Exactly. And who funded them? Because I really think it was us. Honestly, I really do. I got, I got to say. Yeah, we may have indirectly done it through Bin Laden and his contacts, but I guarantee, Bin, look. Okay. I, no, there, no, let, no. Let's hold just, on. Hold Listen, on. Hold the on. deep let me, state let, has let me, planned let me, the destruction of the world right now. We have, we, we've been talking all night about the new world order and all these plans coming together. Okay. Okay. You think they but, couldn't plan that Stand too? by. Stand by. Listen, okay, let's just say, for instance, and I know I hate to fall back on this, but let's just say, for instance, I've seen some shit that the rest of the general public ain't never going to see. Okay, let's just say, for instance, that I've seen some stuff that tells me something enough to say with unequivocally, without a, a shadow of a doubt, without even a question, without even like even a possible chance that, yeah, you're right, you're wrong, he's right, he's wrong. Like unequivocally, there's evidence out there that eventually in 20 or so, well, it's been almost 20 years now, so about 15 years will probably be released to the public. Let's just say that I've seen that already. I already know that that exists, okay? Let's get away from what world do I live in? Yeah, I know. Okay, when I see unadulterated fact that shows that this took place, I, I find it hard to find anything else. And I'm not talking about what took place on 9-11. I'm talking about things that led up to 9-11 that we caught, but in the thousands and billions of thousands of hours of chatter that is captured 
by an agency in this country was looked over, which I can completely understand. I can completely make sense of that. I'm sorry. There are things that were going on behind the scenes that America has not been awakened to. And there's a good reason for it because it's all still classified. And when it becomes unclassified, I will be 100% willing to talk about it. Okay. But there is tons of stuff out there that you have not seen that I have seen. And I can tell you unequivocally that you can say whatever you want about 9-11. I will play along. I will play stupid. But I can tell you if I can say it without a shadow of a doubt and in my mind, you have to be able to prove in a court of law that this took place by these people. I have seen the evidence that this took place by these people. I'm telling you right now, you should know that that is probably as good as Jesus speaking to you. Pert near without using his name in vain. Just saying. Yeah, honey, you're you're not Jesus. I, I hate to tell you. Not, well, I know that. <laughs> I'm actually closer to Lucifer's kid, but anyway. Um, all right. Uh, Jay Hall 2552 said, keep yelling fuckers. Oh, don't worry, honey. We will. Actually, he actually sent us some good info and he is getting in touch with lawyers, the lawyer group that we told him to. Um, in case you haven't heard of the group, the group is. Hold on, because I said that it to him. That really is it's, on you, babe. That I, was like, you should have had that queued up ready uh, to go. I know. Um, I can. It's There's two of them, actually. Uh, I can decide.org um is a good one and then make americans free again make americans free again is pam popper's organization and she's been doing some really good work like her her goal in life is to keep get these people in court and keep them in court until she dies or they die well there's everything there's two uh of those those two groups uh what i know about them and it's not much but i do know this much because i had to go research it after i saw the email go out um just so you're aware, they are licensed to practice law in every single state except for D.C. and Alaska, but they are licensed in every state in the United States except for D.C. and Alaska. Um, and I guess it's just because either they haven't been there to take the bar or they just haven't gotten licensed through the state or they have a lawyer licensed in every single state except for D.C. and Alaska, which is outstanding because that's the biggest part of it is we want to make sure that uh, if we're going to put that information out, I want to make sure that every state out there uh, you need a lawyer. These groups, that's where you go. Uh, these are the groups you go to. You talk to them. Um, if you go to uh, uh, timetofreeamerica.com as well, there are legal certificates on there for you to fill out for exemptions from the COVID vaccine. Uh, there are also There's also um, religious, exemptions. religious exemptions yep. concerning COVID vaccines. But not if you're Catholic. Yeah, sorry about that one. Catholics were kind of screwed because the Pope fucked us. Just saying. Well, the Pope fucked a lot of people, especially kids. But you know, that's a whole other. Well, we're not going to talk podcast. about that right now. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, any more? Um, well, just going back to that, where why he said keep yelling, fuckers. I had uh, I had told him that um, he and and his wife his wife is fighting to keep her job and not get inoculated right now. Um, that they you all of you are why we do what we do. Sometimes I feel like we're screaming from the rooftops and no one's listening. But the last few days, I really felt like the tide was turning and his email was the icing on the cake. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm so glad we could help him out. So actually he said, keep yelling. He, he did, but he sent us another email too. He Hold did, on. with a consent. I form. am going to read this really quick because remember, this is what they're giving uh, people now 
and they're saying, look, yeah, um, you have to do it. And I I put it, hold on. Here, I've got it right here. Uh, Here it is. I thought I did. Yeah, I do. There it is. Boom. Got it right here. Boom. All right. And it says uh, the consent signature. I, the undersigned, wish to receive the vac. Let me make sure I say that again. I, the undersigned, wish to receive the, a vaccination against COVID-19. I am taking this vaccine voluntarily and consent to the vaccination being given to me. I have read the information provided. I understand the risks and benefits of the vaccine. I've had the opportunity to ask questions which have been answered to my satisfaction. I hereby waive any damages that I or anyone claiming on my behalf may be against the blank clinic, its clinics, managers, employees, and contact workers, and account to any injury or misfortune I may suffer as a result of the vaccine. Um, uh, that doesn't sound like a mandatory vaccination statement. That sounds like it's still my choice, my body, my choice. Yeah, that is, that's informed consent. And my question is, I've had the opportunity to ask questions which have been answered to my satisfaction. So if they haven't been answered to your satisfaction, why are you signing the document at all? Yeah, well, you shouldn't have to because this at right At that here, point, that eliminates it because that that negates the whole dang thing. Exactly. I mean, I would honestly bring this consent form to a lawyer and say they're mandating this and giving me this. I do not consent because I've not had... I, I haven't read any information provided because there is no information provided. And they will not tell me what's in it and they will not release what's in it. I I don't understand the risks or the benefits of this vaccine because, well, I do understand the risks and I feel like they outweigh the benefits because we're obviously seeing all around the world that the vaccine doesn't work. I've had the opportunity to ask questions which have been answered to my satisfaction. I've asked a lot of questions and you know what? Very few have been answered to my satisfaction. If someone put this form in front of me, I would pick it apart and then probably... Tell them to take the uh, vaccination and stick it in their asshole and I mean, it. I was going to say do the same thing to it what Joe did to the Constitution. That's about it. Yeah. That's so wipe their ass with it. Much. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's it. You know, this FDA approval, again, it's... It's Not a piece of paper. You know what else has been approved by the FDA? Aspartame, um, red dye number five. Mm. Uh, well, that's uh, Pepsi. That's yeah, the um, Mountain Dew uh, red. Uh, corn syrup. Code red. Like, tra- um, trans fats. Yeah. I mean, yep. all, all this stuff that's absolutely horrible for cocaine. you. Oh, yeah. Cocaine, fentanyl, yep. all opiates. Yep. I mean, it's it's all been... Approved by the approved FDA. Approved by the FDA. So the FDA approval means less than nothing. And how many drugs have been approved by the FDA, which then they had to take back? Zantac. Oh my God. Right? I mean, you can't go I into mean, all there's, of them. There's, there's tons. And all of the manufacturers, except for Moderna, because they've never previously had a vaccine go to market, but Moderna's DARPA anyway, so whatever. But- Pfizer. That's DARPA Jr. It's not really DARPA per se. Whatever. Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson are still in litigation over drug issues. Well, Johnson and Johnson is still un- under you know their litigation for their baby powder usage yes, in women. Yes. Um, there's still commercials about that. But seriously, they're still in litigation because products that they've produced have harmed people or killed humans and killed people. Yeah. And not even to the degree that these jabs have. So I- I've. I'm not going to take it. And you shouldn't either. 
Well, I don't think anybody's going to take it. And you know what? I can sit up here all day and say I'm not a doctor. Uh, I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night. I uh, I don't give medical information. Fuck that. I am not a doctor. I did not stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. And I don't need to be a doctor to tell you not to take this jab. Oh, my God. Unless you're suicidal. In which case, go line up. get Go walk down the street. Go get the Pfizer. Then go get the Moderna. And then go get a booster of the Johnson & Johnson. And then do the, the rounds again. And guess what? Like, suicide, done. Uh, what, 10, 20 minutes? Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. All right. Well, we're not going to take it, fuckers. We'll be back uh, a couple days, three days, two, three days. Uh, we still got... Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I do have one more before we go. Oh, jeez. And this is in your honor, babe? No, this is totally in your honor. <sighs> okay. Here we go. Is that Buzz Aldrin? It is. I showed you this one. I've seen this. I've seen this. You're not doing this in my honor. I've seen this. You never saw it. You never saw it. You, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You never saw it. What? We didn't do it. There was no television up there. Yep. You watched animation. I, it, you're not doing anything in my honor. You're doing You're doing what I, I already know. So we're not even going into that. Okay. But either way, we're not going to take it, but we do have- uh, David Weiss coming, David Weiss up, coming up, up on the 30th. On the 30th. Yep. Uh, we've got, uh, we're trying to arrange some stuff with uh, Dr. Cordy Williams. We're going to try and get him on. We're trying to get, uh, still working to get, uh, Candace work Taylor into on. Candace Taylor's schedule. She's very busy. And uh, we're having a difficult time working into her schedule Although where did, everything fits together. I did offer to help out with her campaign now that I have a little bit more free time on my hands. So maybe that'll get her in here sooner. Maybe there's so, a possibility. Yeah. Uh, she does just live down the road from us. So it's not too, too bad, but um, we, we still got some more guests coming on. Uh, we're going to be taking off for a couple of days in October, but that's just to go out to see clay. And um, we've, Finally got our formal invitation tonight while we're talking to him. So yeah. if you watch the, the show, you'll understand. Um, he's basically, and I didn't get a chance to ask him this, but uh, I kind of understand that what he's trying to do and I, I support it. I, I was going to ask him the same question about why anybody hasn't started like an Amazon for Patriots, but that's pretty much the route he's going. That's what he's doing. And uh, it's going to be like an Amazon for Patriots. I think he's going to call it Patriots on or something like that. <laughs> It'd be really weird, but it'd be cool. Um, because it's gonna be all Patriot companies and uh, be a one-stop drop for all your Patriot, you know, stuff you want. Um, and I know a, a lot of my buddies that own a lot of these companies, like the stuff that we always put up on the wall back here, the T-shirts we wear, the stuff, the clothes we wear. We, I try to support only Patriots. Um, I, I, we don't use Zoom for one specific reason. It's because I don't want to support Bill Gates at all, and that's a Microsoft thing. So, but anyway, for the Mick. And VLAN. Uh, we're not going to take it. So, uh, not going to take it. Have a good night, fuckers, and we will talk to you uh, in a couple days.
first of all, I think it's irresponsible to say American 